No Ketchup Chicago. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. Big Nick the Quick in the building. Just walked in. We already went over it straight off of work. We grinded yeah. and grinded. All day, man. Got to pay the bills. It's back to back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's goody? I'm chilling, man. What's going on with you? How was your Memorial Day, Dude, man? Memorial Day was cool. It was decent. Uh, yeah, I went out a little bit. Right. Probably spent too much cash. Yep. But it was all good. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was all good. It was all good. We had a good time. Um, it's summer, man. Summer in the summer in the city, so it was cool. Definitely is right now. Yeah, yeah. It's very summery. Very summery. Super summery right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was good. What about you? Uh, not too much, man. Just kind of kicked it. I think what was a Saturday it was really nice. Hopped around a bit. Um, nothing too crazy, man. It was nice to just kind of relax. I love Memorial Day. It's kind of that kickoff to the summer. You know what I mean? Everybody's in a good mood. The weather is supposed to be getting nice, and it was decent, man. That's Real decent. Mad decent. Yeah, mad decent. Mad decent. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk Magic Johnson and the Lakers. Magic. It's a lot of shit going on Show, over there. Showtime, baby. <laughs> so we're going to talk that. We're going to talk about how completely wrong I was about the Milwaukee Bucks. How completely right I was. And the Eastern Conference Finals. As usual. The finals are here. They start Thursday. We're going to talk that, of course. I got a couple things I want to go over with the Cubs. They've lost four or five. They're in Houston playing right now. How's, how's that bullpen looking? Spotty. It's well, going to need to be addressed. Those problems don't usually go away. They, don't, they, <laughs> they, they tend not to go they don't, away. They don't usually get better. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, and we're going to talk that. We're going to talk our boy. What's his name again? RJ Hampton. RJ Hampton. Going to, get, going to Australia. He's not rocking with the NCAA. Nah, he needs his check. It's a bypass. He needs his check. He's going to lead the way. It's fine. We're going to talk about that. I think yep. that's interesting. Yep. That's the get your money moment of the week. You got to get paid. Got to. Got to get money. Yeah, no wrong with it. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll definitely be good. He'll be fine. The comp down there is all right. Yeah. So, yeah. It'll be decent. Let's talk about Magic Johnson, man. Okay. We'll get right into Let's it. Let's talk about Rob Palenka. Wh- which, which part of this whole situation, because it keeps uh, it keeps growing. What I say? I told you this is going to be the story that keeps on giving. And this is just it's just great. Because I think he's doing that special edition sports center with Stephen A tonight. Yeah, no, that's what I, there's already clips and everything. Oh, is, it already, is this already started already? It's already started. Oh, there's man, already I meant, clips. To, I, meant to, I meant to record that. It'll be all over the year. Watch ESPN Magic shit. Was he was talking I haven't even heard what he said. This is this is new to me. He was saying a lot of stuff. He essentially was like I will play it for you, but it's like two and a half minutes. But I can play Yeah, like I saw the first take shit yeah. on Monday, but yeah. He essentially was like, did you read the story that yes. came out today? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you know about Baxter. The novel? The novel that Baxter wrote <laughs> today. like a 35-minute read. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think about that? Let's start, let's start there, and then we'll kind of get – because Magic has some rebuttals what was straight off of yeah. that. Yeah, so I think uh, a few things about it. I mean, a lot of it is a lot of what we already know. I just think, you know, eventually we got, we're getting this story in parts, and each time you get it, it's a little bit more. So this one was kind of like the real in-depth story of it all. I think the most surprising part of it to me was just how involved Clutch became in the whole situation. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's not a surprise that they're involved at all because obviously LeBron wields a lot of power, but just like the whole Rich Paul on the jet, you know what I mean? Just It just seemed like nobody was really in charge over there and everybody was just kind of doing their own thing. I thought that the fact that Rich Paul went to Adam Silver and complained about Luke Walden was very interesting. When they were when he bumped into him at well, the restaurant, well, bumped into him. He was he, he was having lunch with Mav Carter. Yeah, Mav was like, "This is where we gonna be at." Yeah, and Rich <laughs> Rich Paul just happened to be there. Like right. Rich Paul and Mav Carter don't know where each other are yeah. at any given moment. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and then he comes in and starts putting the bug in his ear about it, and Silver's like, "Oh, well, who would you rather have?" And it's Ty Lue. And I just thought that part that was the most interesting part about it to me because I'm just sitting there like, first off, you know, what are Adam Silver and and Mav Carter going to dinner about? There's nothing wrong with that at all, obviously. But just the fact that Rich Paul thinks that that's an opportune time to come up and complain about the Lakers coach. And it was in November. So, I mean, the season was, what, a few weeks old at that point in time, and Rich Paul had already had enough. I think it's interesting that, yeah, that's that's a good point, yeah. that it was so early in the year early. and Rich Paul. I think it, that was the most interesting part of the article. The other stuff was kind of just more drama shit. Yeah. That was more interesting. That was substance, yeah. Yeah, that was substance, yeah. exactly. I think it's interesting that, Mav Carter can get Adam Silver to go out to dinner with him in the it middle was lunch. of the season. I think it was lunch. Lunch, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's extremely interesting. Yeah. <laughs> because essentially, Mav's not tied directly to the league, like directly per se. No. He works with LeBron. That's his boy. They do uninterrupted. They do a bunch of other pr- production stuff. Yeah, I think, yeah, exactly. But like, LeBron and those boys are. Are they, they're wheeling a lot of juice, bro. right? And, and again, who knows what they're meeting about? Right, that's true. Space Jam's coming. Like it could be, it could be a multitude of things. Because again, he's on the. I think if he was going out to lunch with Rich Paul, it'd be like, yo, that's that's a little sus. That's a little sus. So when you think about what Mav Carter actually does for LeBron, it's not the basketball side of stuff. It's the the production, the Spring Hill Entertainment, whatever that shit is called right. that they got, and and all that. So he could have been talking to him about. But Adam Silver but not way. making going to lunch. Yeah, like, Adam Silver is a busy man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a hard lunch to get. Yeah, yeah so he, that he's got was, other people to talk was, to. That was where the meat was, like yeah. you said. Yeah, Rich Paul. I'm gonna say this about Rich Paul. I I would want him to be my agent because it seems like he's all about getting his players in the best positions getting them the biggest amount of money and doing what he's got to do. He didn't care about, like, Adam Silver. Like, you think I care about going up to Adam Silver and interrupting the lunch? Right. I could give a fuck about that. Right. Like, I'm going to go <laughs> say whatever I want to say because my boy's got this goofy head coach and that he doesn't rock with that they're not going to win anything with. So I'm going to go up to Silver in the middle of the day yeah. in front of people and tell them. You know what that reminds me of? You ever seen that clip of Dame Dash walking into that board meeting where they were talking about Jay-Z's tour and he wasn't involved in it? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh my god. You ever seen <laughs> It's like a five minute YouTube clip and more or less Dame Dash walks into like uh it wasn't Rockefeller, whatever company was over Rockefeller, we'll call it Columbia or Def- some shit yeah. like that. And they're having a meeting, you know, all the corporate people. And he walks in in like a white tee and, and shorts and you know the sandals, the whole Dame Dash he's look. Like, oh, he's like, he's like, Yo, he's like, I already know. What yeah, he's like, how y'all gonna meet about my client without me? You don't talk, you don't talk Jay Z and Rockefeller without me. Right. You, he's like pointing people out and shit. And I just feel like that was Rich Paul walking up there, like, ah, I'm just walking here and just tell you yeah. what it is. Like, I don't yeah. care what y'all do. Like, this is my situation. And how how is my client gonna be in this terrible situation? Adam, you need to do something about this. Just press um, the power button on the bottom. There you go. This whole. Press the, there's a power button on the left. 
There you go. Um, yeah, that whole situation. You know what I mean? Like he walks in there, like, man, what the, what the fuck is going on over here? Adam, you got to do something about this. It's a marquee franchise, you know. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's crazy. Can yeah, you see the, Adam yeah. Silver just like, uh-huh. who would you like? <laughs> at the same time, I, you know, okay, what? I don't no, get the punk vibe from Adam Silver though. Oh no, no, not no, at no, all. But, but at I'm the sure same he was time, just yeah. like, all right, bro, like what, like. And I think there's two sides to the Rich Paul. So I think you said something interesting because I always thought that about Rich Paul. Like, oh yeah, I'd love to be a part of Clutch because you think of like KCP. That's like the perfect example of being a part of Clutch and it benefiting your career. KCP has made forty million dollars over the last two years playing basketball. Yes, he, he shouldn't even be making forty million in his entire career, right? Correct. Um, I think at the same time, if you are a lesser player, you have a chance at getting used as like a pawn almost in that situation because obviously Rich Paul's main main number one goal is to take care of LeBron and then the other big clients that they have on their roster. And I think a lot of times if you're not one of those big guys, you actually might end up getting used as a pawn in a certain type of situation with them. So I think there's both sides. Of that it. is interesting. The KCP right. is like the best case. And that's what everybody look at KCP. Look at KCP like, yeah. But, I mean, are there other clients or yeah, smaller clients? I mean, KCP is that they're running around. So you're saying Rich Paul and those boys are, are figuring out our players or others how the best we could leverage to get LeBron. 100%. More help, where yeah. he wants to go, all that. Yeah. Are they more inclined to take care of their mid-level clients or their ADs and people like that? I mean, those are the people that they're really going to take care of. You know what I mean? So also with, think about, like, with the draft. I mean, they have this shit. They got how many draft picks do they got? I know they got Darius Garland is on the team. They got a couple different guys. They can manipulate that situation. I mean, it could be good or bad either way. Is it a big deal that he gets on the jet? And Magic confirmed that he Bridge Paul was on the jet once. And they were in Brooklyn, and he called them like, hey, can I get a ride back to L.A.? Yeah. Is that a big deal? Nah, if it was one time, like, yo, I need to get a ride back too, that's fine. If he was on all the time, I mean, I don't know, man. I think... Agents are in that weird, like they're 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 like halfway front office, halfway for the player. I mean, obviously, outwardly they're for the player, but they're working with the front office, doing some shit. Um, and an agent that powerful being on the plane, if you're not a clutch guy, you're probably looking at that like, damn. You know what I mean? Dan Fagan can't get but on the this plane. This is LeBron, though. Yeah, that's why he's on the plane. Okay, and I think it's... you signed like you know the deal. Yeah, I never understood why people got upset about superstars getting superstars. Like this is well, LeBron's what? at another level. That's what I'm saying. James Harden isn't like, hey, my agent's coming on this the plane. This is what you it know is. What I mean? But yeah. if he, but, but what if he did? I don't know. I don't, what what, what I don't, are y'all going to say? He, I don't think he would. I think only LeBron me? has that type of pull. But you feel me? Yeah, though? no, one hundred percent. James was like, yeah, I do want him actually. I, I want him to come on the plane yeah. once a month. Yeah. Like, what's the problem with that? I don't understand. 100%. 100%. I guess it, it it can kill it can kill chemistry and all that type It of can stuff. for the players that aren't LeBron. I mean, they they know, though. They know. But it's – it's dude, here's the thing, man. These, none of these are stories if they make the playoffs. Yeah. So when you lose and you're giving that, someone that much love and that much – LeBron was doing all that shit in Cleveland, but you know what happened? They were going to the finals every year. The only person that got sick of it was Kyrie. Kyrie was like, I don't, I'm not, I'm good. I don't want to deal with this. This is way too much. You know, the right. same, if, if, if they're holding sway over the Lakers, imagine the sway they had over Cleveland on the second time coming back. He came back, went to Dan Gilbert's office, said, I'm coming back, but this is, this is my franchise. You stay over there. You know what I mean? So if that was happening in Cleveland, yeah. So I mean, the only person who got sick of it was Kyrie. The rest of them, yeah. Okay. Fuck it, man. We're good. Tristan Thompson I got 80 million off of it. it. Yeah. We're good. It's just one of those situations where you know what you're signing up for. Yeah. It's probably a bad look that he's openly doesn't rock with Luke Walton. Yeah. And then he's walking on the plane. 
and sitting down with everybody. That's an like, issue too. That's an issue. Well, listen, they asked Luke Walden if he if it was okay with them or if he wanted to decline it. Like Luke, Luke is not going to decline it and make yeah. it worse. Like, come on, right? Man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, so that's interesting. But let's talk about because that was one of the talking points. Yeah. Rich Paul on the plane. Yeah. Then the big substance piece of the article was Rich Paul going up to Adam Silver. While he was at lunch with Carter and being like, yo, what's good? <laughs> so the article, that's what they sat at a table that Rich Rich Paul happened to be sitting nearby. Yeah. Like, come yeah. on, man. <laughs> I'm assuming this was in L.A. and all the restaurants yeah. in L.A. Stop it. There's word on the street that Magic has <clears throat> possibly been a little too hard on the employees over at the Lakers. He kind of confirmed that, hey, did I have to fire some people? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Did I have to, you know, try to clean shit up and, and get it rocking like it's supposed to? I did. Like, what, what is, I don't, what, people are, are, are saying what magic is. He's an abuser and he, he's essentially, listen, listen. essentially one of the workers was like, magic was my favorite player. Yeah. I loved magic Great. until I had to work for him. And then like. The Baxter's like, yeah, he got then the per, like the people got quiet. Well, is it going to be Magic or is it going to be Irvin? Yeah, that that yeah that whole thing. Yeah, I mean, so first off, man, you you've worked in corporate situations before. Magic Johnson is not the first new boss to come into a place, threaten to fire everybody, and do shit his way. Yeah, that's facts. That's just how it goes. You know what I mean? So maybe these people got comfortable with the Bus family. It seemed like Jim and whatever the other Bus Bob Bus, I don't know his name. We're very lax. And, you know what I'm saying? Some sort of bus. Richard Bus. Richard Bus. Bobby Bus. Michael Bus. <laughs> you know, somebody Bus. Alex Bus. Yeah, whoever it is, yeah. Bus. Eric Bus. It could have been any one of those people um, was in there. And they might have been more lax. So these are basketball ops people is what it really focused on, right? So if you're the basketball ops people and the basketball situation isn't good and someone's coming in there and telling you like, yo, we don't have time for this shit because our basketball situation isn't good. Yeah, you got a problem with that. Like, they, got the, they talked about the girl who messed up the car reservation. That's her job. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, of course that's the issue. Uh, your job is to make the right reservation for the car for the rookie draft pick. If you mess that up and we make a bad impression on them, what do you mean? What do you mean? What, what about when it's your time to host a player and that player is a vegetarian and you order a mistake? You know what I mean? Little shit like that. Like, that's your job. It's your job to not mess those things up. Everybody has to do their job. So if he berated her because of that, I don't have a problem with that because, again, that's your job. They made it seem like that was like some little mistake, and they didn't really go into detail to what the error was with the rental car. For all we know, he forgot to book the rental car for the person. They were sitting there for two hours waiting for one. Who knows? All that, all that's that stuff, your job. I agree. All that stuff's a really big deal, especially when you're trying to turn everything around, yeah. change the culture. You have the and, – and that's essentially all going to fall at your feet, yeah. being Magic Johnson. Exactly. So that shit is important. It needs to be taken care of. Magic's walking the hallways and there's trash. Magic can go yell at the janitor. Like, hey, bruh, what's going on over here? (laughs) This is your job. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't have a problem with that, man. I think a lot of people, like, I don't know, man. If you've never really been in charge of people or anything like that, maybe you don't get that or you're not that type of person. But, like, yo, he's the boss. The buck stops here. So every part of his organization needs to be well read. No, I don't know what he said to her. There's a certain way you approach that conversation. Yeah. But at the same time, you're already pissed off about all the other stuff you're seeing. You're just like, man, we can't order a fucking rental car. What's going on over here? <laughs> who, 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 you know what I mean? What's going on over right. here? That's right. what I interpreted when I saw that. So, I mean, again, he's not the first person to come in there with that hard-ass approach. 
Especially if you're trying to change some shit. He can't come in there like, oh, magic, man. What's going on? How you doing? You're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got to put that pressure. Yeah. But at the same time, if he's only there like twice a month and the two times he's there, he's just raising hell. You know what I really find comical is he he said it again today was every time he gets the opportunity to bring up like his $600 million and his other business ventures, he does it. And he is going out of his way to be like, listen, I love the Lakers, but I don't need y'all like y'all think I do. Like this, this is, this was legit. I was going to come in for a couple years, try to straighten some things out. And I was leaving regardless. So I left a year early and he, to me, he doesn't seem like he's sweating about it at all. No, why would you sweat if you're Magic Johnson? That's what I mean. But I think people think like, to him, it doesn't seem like that big a deal to me. And I think people feel like it should be like the Lakers should be number one over anything else. And and in his mind, that's not the case. So it's kind of refreshing, actually. And I think ultimately what they did is they brought in and maybe the goal was, hey, look, we bring in magic as almost kind of like this face. But then we have the people behind the scenes doing, doing the everything. work. Yeah. But the problem is they didn't. It doesn't seem like they told magic that. They told him quite the opposite. Yeah, they told yeah him you're gonna be fully in there. Yeah. But then on their on his on his side, it was like he didn't realize how much work that actually was. Like yeah, being a GM tri- is a lot of work. It's a lot of grunt work, especially when you're not good because right. you're scouting all over the place and you're trying to find guys. So it was just a the person who seems to be the most at fault in this whole situation is Jeannie Buss. It seems like she's just an awful manager of people. She's an awful boss. You gotta. She doesn't communicate. You know what I mean. She tells Rob Palenka one thing, tells Magic another thing, tells whoever this finance business guy is, Tim Harris, another thing, Just and it's like, yo, all these people think yeah. they're in charge. Yeah, someone has to be in charge. And if the situation was Magic, you're just a figurehead that you tell them, look, Magic, you are just the face. We need you to get LeBron. After that, meet with some free agents, but go about and run your movie theaters and Starbucks and all that. Rob, we want you doing the grunt work. It just seems like that was the plan, and she never told them that. Just told them the complete opposite. She told them both that they were going to be calling the shots here and there. And then, yeah. yeah, right. Right. And Rob Polinka can't go up against Magic. Not in the court not, of public opinion. That's not, why he's quiet. Yeah. Not, got nothing not to say. Down. Yeah, right. No. Well, let me sit back. So, Polinka, <clears throat> this guy's a liar, man. Yeah. What's that about, dog? Do you know how bold you have to be to tell that Kobe story and know dead. it's a bold-faced well, lie? He was dead. <laughs> and the way, the way he said it was, <clears throat> I couldn't even believe it. Yeah. It was so lax and off the cuff, and you could tell, like, this is what he does all the time. Yeah. If he thinks it'll be a good story in the time, in the position, if he thinks it'll help him talking to a, a potential client, if he thinks this will sound good, he'll just say it. And that's exactly what he did in that situation with The Rock when he talked. For those who don't know what I'm talking about, Rob Palenka is, is essentially introducing The Rock to the Lakers. Dwayne Johnson to have a, a speech about – Coming to the Lakers, you know, dedication, whatever it was, you know, yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. it was like a yeah. pre preseason talk or whatever. And Palinka says that Kobe, because he used to be Kobe's agent for like twenty years. So which he, which he, no, he 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 goes Kobe, with whom I worked for for eighteen years. Yeah, like Rob Palinka, we know we know your yeah, background. Right. We bro. know, yeah, we know, we know, Kobe, we know why yeah, you're we know famous. You ran the agency. Yeah, yeah we yeah, get yeah. it. So, <laughs> yeah, he did say that. Yeah, I thought it was funny. And it was in front of, like, just the players. Yeah, it's like, like, you guys know I know Kobe. <laughs> hey, 
case you have any questions, I know Kobe, so right. listen to what it I said. It wasn't like there was like, like, like he was talking here, to like some students at yeah, UCLA. Yeah, yeah. yeah, nah, it was uh, the, it was like Julius Randle. It was Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, yeah. Kuzma's like, fuck, fuck. <laughs> I know Kobe too. <laughs> right. So he says that Kobe saw the uh, the Dark Knight, the Batman movie. Yeah. And saw how enthralled and locked in Heath Ledger was for the Joker that he set up a dinner for Kobe and Heath to have a dinner to, you know, talk about what he did to get ready for the role and just get entranced in being the Joker. He wanted to talk to Heath Ledger after the movie came out about what was so great about the movie, but there was there was one big problem. Yeah. The Heath Ledger Heath Ledger was dead. Heath Ledger passed (laughs) Like two months before the movie <laughs> yeah, came out. Yeah, before the like that was the whole story before the movie came yeah. out. Like he was so dedicated he died. And he the way he said it was so fluid. Yeah, rolled off the tongue. Rolled off the tongue. And they made no me problem. use it against the Knicks. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. And yeah, I, I set the dinner up with Kobe and Heath and why do you think Kobe's Kobe? Yeah. The funny part was I was talking to uh my guy Nick in the group chat today, and he was like at first, you don't really double double. You don't really question it because it's such a Kobe on brand story. Yeah. But then it's like, no, nah, that's sus. It's the first. I remember when I listened. I was like, wait, wait, Heath Ledger after Batman. Yeah, no, that's his he, last flick. He, he was he was dead. You know what would have been funny if The Rock would have hit him with the eyebrow while he was telling that story. Yeah, that would have <laughs> been he because <laughs> like, yeah, 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 because there had to be someone <laughs> in the room that was like. Wait a second! You, you should have hit him with the rock eyebrow real quick, like bro. What are you talking about? Yeah, for real. Like, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Heath Ledger. Shout out, yeah, Drew, definitely. Man. Yeah. He yeah. was a monster. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, just rolled off the tongue, man. Like, but that's been his rap. He's 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 a he's a, he's a shady kind of Weasley yeah. Weasley type guy. I mean, he got fired. Didn't he get fired from? Uh, he got fired from one of the big agencies. Before he started his own? Yeah, before he started his own thing. I mean, his big thing is he was Kobe's agent. Um, I mean, he's an agent, bro. Like, agents are not known as trustworthy, honest people. But this was the thing. And I was talking to my- (laughs) Shout out to all the agents out there. Yeah, and I was (laughs) was talking to- We were talking about this in the group chat. And Magic kind of- Some people in the group chat were saying that Magic lost credibility when he came on first take and essentially threw Palenka under the bus- threw everybody under the bus at the Lakers and kind of just he didn't take he didn't it didn't feel like he took any any of the brunt of the negative stuff that was coming other than it. the Brooke Lopez other than the only right. thing he took ownership over that's the only thing he took that was a mistake like, that was a mistake yeah, yeah, yeah right yeah so <laughs> does today coming out with like that clip with Palenka and just more people saying he's just he's just a liar bro that gives Magic more credibility with 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 kind of like let me I got to get out of here. Yeah, absolutely, man. you know what I mean. Absolutely, and I think Magic when it's all said and done, Magic will come out of this unscathed. He saw what was happening. He if saw what happened. Shit like this comes out, yeah, yeah. He saw what happened with Phil Jackson. He's like, man, look, I don't want to go out like that. I don't want my legacy to be completely tarnished in my second job. You know what I mean? In my second run at the NBA situation, I'm just gonna go ahead and get up out of here. And let everything just kind of fall as it might. I mean, like that, and, and it's working out in his favor. I think he looks bad. I think, but the one thing that he did that I kind of admire is he—he he looked so bad when he had that press conference that he was quitting and telling everybody he didn't tell anybody he was quitting. And he has now somewhat, at least a little bit, been able to flip the narrative back into his side. Whereas most people aren't aren't they're not, coming out of not, that. They're not equipped. Like, hey man, I, to I'm come quitting. Back from that. Does she? What did she say when you told her? Oh, she doesn't know. I'm 
telling her right now. Like, you know what I mean? He's <laughs> like, I was talking to the janitor, like, what's up, yeah. Patrick? I'll see you tomorrow. He's yeah. like, nah. I'm not going to be I'm here. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and I said at the time, I was like, Magic doesn't want to deal with this shit. He's not... He's not making big money. Even like Phil, like they're paying him like ten million in New York. They could pay Magic ten million. That's nothing to him. Magic it's is the, damn near billionaire. It's one of, it's <laughs> one of the realest like, like wild situations in a minute. Yeah, the way he just walked out, LeBron. Man, like the, this summer is going to be really interesting. Did you see the speaking of, before we get to the finals? Did you see that the uh, the Vegas posted odds on? Kawhi Leonard landing places and oh, the, yeah, Clippers the Clippers are minus two hundred. Yeah, yeah. There's no way they post that without having very, very strong knowledge yeah. that he's really thinking about going to well, the Clippers. And Toronto's plus one twenty five when they're heading to the NBA Finals. Like, yeah, everybody in the world's going to jump on that. But yeah, they probably know something. They but I to. also think it's like it's Kawhi though. Like, what do you know? This is a dude. Who did? Who literally up, last dude. year it's did up. not say anything during all this controversy, <laughs> and there were it's no up. stories. It was just his unk. Yeah, I mean, we'll see, man. I hope he stays in Toronto, but we'll see. Yeah, that's a good transition to the finals. The finals. Yo, I was the exact ho- opposite <sighs> happened of what I I said. Milwaukee was gonna win two straight. Yo, let's talk about this on wax. I hit you, and I say, yo, what are you on for game three? Talk me out of taking the Raptors. So watch the first two games. Everybody in my mentions, you light money on fire. I can't believe you would even contemplate that. And what did, did I do? Did you watch the first? This is your. This you said. Did yeah, you watch the you first, two, first games? two games? Yeah. Meanwhile, on the back end, you bet the Raptors. Uh, uh, yep. <laughs> which is which <laughs> like is four games, the pettiest shit ever. <laughs> And I'm at the crib, and not not getting no not getting no money on the, on the back end. Yeah, what like what's up with that? Well, Dude, that can was, you explain yourself? The Raptors were the Raptors minus two and a half, right? Yeah, yeah, which I thought was crazy because I think that their home court advantage was just as strong as Milwaukee's. Um, it was one of those things, man. If you hadn't tweeted it out, I wouldn't have thought more about it and eventually taken them. So, I mean, I appreciate you for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for thank, shooting me a message. After. Yeah, man, you know it's all good. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. You should get the Action that. Network app. Nah, all my, my picks are there. Action, action Network up. slash quick. Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, but for real, though. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. Game three was more of a toss-up, but after I saw nah, game, game three. Game three was Toronto. After, I, I, took after, that after I saw game three, I felt so much more confident about four, five, and six. I thought four was a for sure L. For who? Toronto? Yeah. And then once they... The one okay, they won. Where were one. we when we talked? That was it was two to one when we talked, right? Four was the one that went to overtime. Yeah, but last last week where were we at two one when we talked? And I told you it was going to seven. No, no, it was two two. It was two two. Yeah. yeah, I told you it was going to seven. Yeah, because the game ended while we were here. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I told you it was going seven. Um, and I was wrong. It went six. And then I'm sitting there watching game six, and I'm like, Milwaukee's definitely going to win the series. Like they was busting their ass and yeah. just collapsed. Yeah. Um, so big quick thing on that, and I gotta give Nick Nurse uh a lot of credit on this. If you saw in the group chat, there was like four or five minutes left in the third. Kawhi was gassed in game six. Like he he was almost dead. Yeah. And I said, take him out the game. Like give him a breather before the fourth. Nurse left them in. They go on a huge run to end the third. 
which then allows Nurse to sit him for the beginning of the fourth. But the momentum that they got from that run at the end of the third carried the bench players into the fourth. And Kawhi talked about it like three or four times after the game. When he had the breather in the fourth, the guys carried him. Yeah. Which then allowed him to have an energized Kawhi for the final, you know, nine minutes of the game. And we saw what happened there. Listen, man. If we really care about the playoffs, like if we really care, if if that's when it really matters and you want to start talking to these guys, I don't want to hear any Kawhi slander ever. And I don't think that's a hot take at all. Yeah. But just don't give the slander. This is a finals MVP. When he got hurt that last year in San Antonio, remember he was killing in the playoffs. They were about to, they were they were going to beat the Warriors. He was they bust, were up by like twenty five. He was busting the Warriors, <laughs> busting their ass. Yes, busting their ass. Yeah, he was busting the Warriors, busting ass. them up. Yeah. Um. So then that happens, and then he come back into this playoffs, and he's putting in just all time performance. It's like thirty one and eight, alpha performances, top best defender in the league right now. Alpha, after alpha, alpha, alpha. Oh, you want me to clean the glass up? Yeah, all right. I'll do it. Here's seventeen. You want me to shoot the ball thirty nine times in game seven? I got Fine, it. great. You want me to literally be on fumes and still get buckets? Fine, I'll go to the cup. Fine. You want me to start guarding Giannis? Fine. Facts. And this another is thing for Nurse. What? Nurse's game plan was was. Rock solid. Like you'll see teams try to do kind of those gimmicky things where it's like, hey, we're they literally just it was brick wall Giannis in the paint. That yeah. is our only strategy. We talked about that, and he stuck with it for six games. Like usually, you bet after game one when you got torched by Lopez and you got torched by all these shooters, you would think, okay, maybe we'll ban. He said, nope. Game two, you got torched again. Nope, because he was looking at Giannis. Like Giannis isn't really doing shit, and that's he that's wasn't. our best chance at winning. So game three, he went with it. We win. Game four. He wins with it. We win five, six, and they just packed the pen against Giannis and said, "Anybody else, anybody else on this roster can beat us. We will not allow him to get thirty plus." I don't think he had more than twenty six or twenty seven in any game that series. I don't think he did, and I know Chris Middleton didn't show up. No, he dared those guys. He said, "Fine, I, I, he'll live with Brook Lopez beating him. Yeah. I can live with Brook Lopez averaging twenty five all." As soon he as wants. they start missing shots, Bledsoe never started hitting any shots. Never. It was never. Brogdon showed up a little bit. He tried. Brogdon was trying his he, ass I like, off. I to, like Malcolm Bry. I like the president. Brogdon was was trying yeah. his ass off to kind of carry the slack. But he's not good enough. He's not good enough. Kyle Lowry playing his ass off on D. Say Yo, what you want to. Kyle Lowry's was, a gamer, bro. Just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a fucking gamer, I, dog. No, listen, he's a bulldog. Listen, listen, listen. I'll go seven with I, Kyle Lowry. I know nobody <laughs> wants to give him any love. Yo. He played his ass his off. His ass all off. Series, though. When we play D5, I'm going to shoot threes, and he plays confident. No I, one We wanted, trashed him for that seven point game. No one wants to give him credit for anything ever. Plays his ass off he this He played playoffs. his ass off, especially this series. Yeah. Fred Van Vliet, player. You said they couldn't. Relax. Hey, listen, stop. Relax. You, Relax. Listen, listen. You that, said he you said after that game, Relax. Van Vliet and Powell, they won't do that again. And guess what? They did it again. How many times would you say those guys won't show up like that again? Van Vliet keeps showing up. Last two games he showed up. He did what, when he needed to. Van Vliet showed up two games. Showed up last year in the playoffs too. He showed up two he games. He can play. He, come on. Like, Powell? He, he, hey, and you want to talk about someone getting wide open looks? Who? Van Vliet. Oh, yeah, that's fine. He better be knocking these down. Uh, I'm not saying you got to shoot an 80% clip, but I'm not going to be, I'm not going to give Van Vliet too, too, too much love. Gasol. What a pickup. Yeah. What a pickup. Masai is is the real MVP out here. Like, if you look at Toronto's moves over the last couple years, I mean, I, I, I I would put his moves up against any other GM. 
Um, but yeah, man. I mean, I yeah, Kawhi. I, I can't say enough I mean, about Kawhi. We Leonard. said it in the last episode. I was like, he just shows up, and then we were talking about the whole yeah. Russell Westbrook mentality thing. But yeah, he just shows up shows every up. single night. Yeah, he's a- and I'm really interested to see, like, because from from what I can tell, all we do is watch hoops and sports all day. From what I can tell, he's getting ready to X off Clay or Steph. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I think they're so, going to put him on Steph. You feel me? Because I think you got Danny Green for Clay. You got Siakam. Not Siakam, but you got Danny Green can come in there and play a little D. Danny Green has played in, play, in championships. He knows how to play. Um, I think the biggest thing is stop Steph. If you remember, look at the Warriors when they lose Steph. Whenever Steph is hurt, that is a completely different team. So if you throw Kawhi on them, and you got to kind of balance that with Kawhi having enough energy because Kawhi needs to get you thirty-five yeah. a game. Um, you know what I mean? Let's just keep <laughs> yeah, it real. No, let's keep. But it you real. give him a healthy dose of Kawhi and some good defensive moves and whatever it might be, um, and put Kawhi on him in the fourth, then yeah, you might be able to do some shit. He's not gonna do all that on Kawhi. Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah. So, um, have you ever seen? Have you seen Kawhi jump out of pump fake all playoffs? Never. He doesn't. He's so disciplined. Like him and Clay's really good with it too. Yeah. They never jump at anything. They're long. Like that's going to be really interesting to see because he's definitely going to be seeing a lot of Clay or a lot of Steph, and yeah. those two are the ones that just burn down. Yeah, Portland. And he'll see KD if KD comes back, too. Yeah, no, no doubt about he'll it. He'll see him. I mean, I'm not – I think could we got to look at – Could Iguodala give Kawhi enough no, trouble to – stop. Stop it. What do you mean? Uh, Iguodala's great. I what like, do you mean? I don't think anyone's, on, you? No one's going to give Kawhi trouble right now. There is no trouble to be had for Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Stop. There's no trouble to be had. This is – the sample size is big enough that this is what Kawhi Leonard – he has been the best player on an NBA championship team already. 21. Already. Yeah, he was 21 years old. 21. He's not new to this. This is this is nothing, man. I mean, he just look at this run. I don't I just don't I don't see it ending for him, man, because he's able to affect the game in so many ways and like you said he so plays so like damn you got the hard. I don't know if I no, I'm not going to say nothing crazy. Yeah, yeah, you going to wait. I think I have to see one game. And I know like that's why I'm not going to that's why I wouldn't bet on this series. I have to see one game cuz hey, that game one is in Toronto and I want to see what it looks this. like. I'm going to take the Raptors first half. Yeah. You think they come out rocking? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. They're coming The Warriors are coming off this 10-day stretch. Yeah, man, I'm going to take the Raptors so, in the first half. Let's go like 4 or 5 at, at half. Let's go matchup for matchup then. So you got okay, Steph yeah. versus Kyle Lowry, Steph. Yeah. Clay versus Danny Green, Fred Vlan, Vleed-ish, Clay. Danny Green starts, but he plays 18 minutes or whatever. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> whatever it is. That's yeah. fine. But, yeah. Um, Kawhi versus Iggy. Kawhi. The four. Ibaka. Uh, Pascal versus – Pascal or Serge. Serge or, yeah, versus Serge or Ibaka. Or Serge or uh, Siakam. Versus Kevon Looney. Pa- yeah, yep. Serge and, and Pascal, yeah, hands yep. down. At the five, Gasol versus if Boogie comes back, we'll see. But he's this is a injured Boogie. I think you got Gasol. So I think again the Steph and Clay matchup is there is oh Draymond. Oh, damn, I'm gonna forget about Draymond. Yeah, Draymond. Uh, Draymond versus Gasol. Um, Draymond. This but, is yeah. one of the look. Eventually, you know how every year people try to predict when the Patriots are gonna fall off. Yeah. Included? Yeah. Eventually, the Raptors are gonna or the Warriors are gonna lose. 
You just got to be, you got to try to be, I'm talking about for sports betting, trying yeah, to make sure. some money. You just got to be ahead of that. This might not be a bad spot. What's the series line, you know? I mean, it has to be. Plus 260, it was uh, Toronto. Like Here, I'll look it up right now. Um, <coughs> I mean, here's the thing. If it's good value, I'd, I'd go after it. If it's something crazy, you're not going to feel bad about taking it. So, um, but yeah, I think Kawhi is the best. Kawhi is the best player in the series, and I think that that matters, man. It mattered in the last series. Um, it it just Philly. matters because he seems to be able to c- completely cancel one dude, one of your best players, yeah. off of the like off the face of the earth, off the face of the earth. So, and that's I mean, a huge deal for the for the for the Warriors. And he played. The thing is, also with Kawhi, he's a super talented dude that plays his ass off. I mean, the 16 rebounds, is, is that's not an accident. Yeah. You know what I mean? Plus what we got? 230. Plus 230. What's but, Golden State? But, minus Golden 190. Minus 280. Oh, wow. That's terrible value that's on Golden State. Yeah. For Ben the Rockets. But that's, but that's I mean, the only reason the Warriors, that number is because it's people are like, I'm betting the Warriors. Yeah, they period. want to encourage some some action they, on Toronto. 100%. They're yeah. not, there's people out there like, I'm betting the Warriors. I don't care. So plus Kawhi, 230? Plus two thirty, yeah, mm. two point three. That's tasty. To one, it's tasty. Now, I also think it's really interesting that the Raptors have home court. Yeah, like that's a big deal. No one's really talking about that. How come no one's talking about them having home court? And when that's I, a major, major problem. Not to mention these are this is not like a regular home court. This is like a seven hour flight type home court right. advantage. Right. Toronto is over here and the bay is over here. If they can flip it, <laughs> you know this I mean? would be like, the two yeah. three two again. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah this that's is, a problem. This that is travel a big, schedule. Yeah. This is a big difference. And now they're <clears> every between every game is two days, I yeah. saw. Um, you think the Canadian people at the airport on customs isn't going to give them a couple problems? Yo, a couple hey, loose Mr. Green, let me see your bag again real quick. A couple loose bags. Hey, like, hey. Yeah. Say dollar, man. I don't, know what, I don't know what happened to your coat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Lost in customs. Like, like, I don't know. know. We're going to have to hold y'all up, man. I don't know about your passport over here, man. What's going on? Straight Who are up. you? <laughs> so I think yeah. that's a point that is not being talked about enough and – and that crowd is going to be crazy oh, man, in Toronto. It's going to be lit up there. Crazy. You got Drake. You got Drake over there already setting it up. <laughs> yeah. I th- <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, the Warriors are coming in as a big favorite like that minus two eighty off of the strength of who th- their name and them sweeping Portland. And they had. A, I mean, they've had a good playoff. Yeah, so far. yeah. minus two eighty is too high. I would never two thirty. Two thirty. No, no, I'm but if I wanted the Warriors, oh. I would never. Oh, give yeah, up. no, never. I would never give up two minus two. I don't know how many situations I would really ever give up minus two eighty. The money is, it's just not worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's that's like those are like boxing match it's, numbers. It's, yeah, it's, exactly. It has to be like a no doubter. Yeah, I but yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't do it in any like teams. And if event. I did watch the and if I did want was going to take the Warriors, I would wait for game one. If they take a loss, then you got and then you get it. better value. Yeah. Then you get on it, yeah. but. What's the okay? If you're a bookmaker, Toronto wins Game One. Then what's the series? What's the series? What is the series to bet the Raptors? Then it's even money now. No, because people are still going to flock to the Warriors. So you want to keep the you want to keep some action on Toronto going forward. So what, it has to change a little bit. Yeah, it's going to change. Yeah, I'd probably go from plus two thirty to maybe two hundred. No, that's not enough. One seventy five. Think one seventy five to get a whole game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know that. I know that plus two thirty is. In the back of my mind right now. 
Steve Kerr makes some interesting comments about Kevin Durant coming back and the potential of him coming back and how he would integrate back with the team. And he said, it's not like the regular season where I could just throw him in and he can just get acclimated. This is the finals. That made me feel like I don't know if we're going to see cuz unless they're in deep trouble. So didn't they announce today that he is traveling with them? Yeah, yes, he, they did Which announce the that. The whole time they said he wasn't, yeah, right? Yeah, they did announce that. Yeah. Um Listen, man. But do you know those situations? Yeah. All the Rams. Shit's going good like Todd, Leo, like Gurley, you can stay on the sideline. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah. Like, if they come out and they dishing it, but in, and then next thing you know, they're like, yeah, KD is clear. Yeah. It sounded to me like Steve Kerr was going to be like, man, I don't know, bro. Like, the, we we rolling right now. We're trying to win the ship. We're not too worried about getting Kevin Durant back in the flow of things. That was what I that was what I took from it. Yeah. My you only, know what I mean? Yeah, no, I hear 100% what you're saying. My only thing would be about bringing him back would be, like, look, if you really want to take Kawhi out of it and some have him chase around Kevin Durant for four quarters. Right. No one else on their team is guarding Durant. And Durant presents a, an a actual matchup problem for Kawhi just in the sense that Durant is so good. You know what I mean? He's just big. He's, he's not Giannis so big, where he can't yeah. shoot. You know what right. I mean? Like the Giannis thing was pretty simple. Like literally we're going to – I said it. I tweeted it out. Put eight in the box. They put eight in the box against Giannis. You know what I mean? You just pack the pain and he's not going anywhere. Um, You can't do that with Durant. So you really need to use Kawhi as that one-on-one defender. Um, at the same time, if Kevin Durant's available, Steve Kerr is going to play him. And he's going to play him big minutes. And we'll worry about the rest later. I'm telling you. This isn't like integrating I, Gordon Hayward back in the starting lineup. I, it's Kevin Durant. I agree. <laughs> That's true. I agree with you. And I think he should be doing that. But I have a weird feeling like if they come out and they're rolling, Kevin's calf might be a little more sore than it's it, it really is, in other words. Yeah, and I think well the thing also with Durant though, man, it's not Durant is a is a high output play scorer, but he's not necessarily like a high volume sh- he's not gonna go in there and Oh, like, he's efficient as it gets. He's bro. efficient as it gets. Yeah. He gives you twenty seven on like 14, shots, 13 14 shots. shots. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? So it's not like you gotta worry about Kevin Durant coming in to get his shot. I think that's been the most amazing thing about his integration of the Warriors, is like he was able to seamlessly come in there and get twenty seven and not throw off their thing. So again, you just put him in another as another cog in that system. So those minutes that you're given to what's the buddy's name, McKinney or whatever the hell his name is, yeah, um, he, and he, he was a Bulls D League guy. Did you know that? Yeah, it's McKinney, Alonzo yeah, McKinney. That. Yeah, yeah. You just insert Kevin Durant plus 15 minutes into those spots, and you're good to go. I think there's so much being made about this Durant situation, man. I, I just think stop it's, it. Just, it's just stop the, it. Just put the you, man back when in. you have Kevin Durant available. You play him. But this is from the horse's mouth, but I'm telling That's you. That's fine. I'm going to send you the he's clip. He's full of shit. I'm going I'm to send you the clip. He, he's, he, he just wants said, you to think that. He said it. He I said like that it. Ba- That's the bag tags. That's the bag tags. Oh, shout out. That joint is. Shout I like out the bad hat joint. Yeah. It's decent. Um, <laughs> but um, I think a lot. Of, he's just bull. They're, they're all fucked. He's playing around, man. He knows exactly what's going to happen when Kevin Durant's available to play 35 minutes in a night. He'll be playing 35. He'll be playing 35 minutes, and he'll be the, f- the second most important player on their offense. Period in a discussion. I don't want to hear anything about sit Kevin Durant. I can't wait I for the takes when the Raptors win game one by like sixteen. Yeah. All hell's gonna break loose. What'd you think about that uh real quick off topic? What do you think about the Malika Andrews situation? What do you mean? What happened? So you saw that like Giannis, she had asked Giannis the question and then Oh, he and, he, and he and he stood up and walked And they're saying about it's the because experience? she published that article. 
Did you see the article she published? Uh-uh. She published an article about Giannis leaving and how sor- or, and how sources around him are pretty much like, oh, like, you know, all he cares about is winning. So if it's not a winning thing, you can see Giannis leaving in 2020. I mean, she literally sent the article out within three minutes of them being uh, eliminated. Like, it was right there. Like, she like had she it ready. Had, she wrote it already. She It was, for sure, it was yeah. written. I mean, like, you know, I'm literally like the fucking buzzer went off and she had that article out. Right. Um... She, so I didn't read the article. Yeah. She Malik Andrews said he's all about winning. So if he doesn't feel like there's, it's, he has a chance to win here, he's going to leave. Yeah, more or less, he okay. could leave in 2020 if the situation is not. And right. they're saying that's why he walked off on her question. They're saying that could be why he walked off. I don't think that's why he walked off because I don't know how that article would have got. I mean, he just lost. He's not sitting there reading an article. Um, I think he walked off. He was just fucking done. Yeah. Um, but I did think that article. I thought just doing that was was kind of like you know. You can wait till tomorrow to send out that article. I thought it was kind of tasteless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we're already clock. The clock is ticking already on now. The Giannis watch of when he's gonna. You want leave. the clicks, clicks like that? You could. Yeah, wait till like tomorrow that was morning. some real clickbait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, listen. Like I always say, I'm always gonna side with the player if they don't want to answer any more questions, especially not the season's over. Season's over. I'm not obligated to answer shit. And I already said, I I don't know how long you've been up there, but I'd already answered a couple, four or five questions. I don't really want to answer. I'm good. Thank you. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye. Like, I don't have a problem with that. Right. Let Middleton bum ass to answer it. So do you think that now, um, (laughs) you think Giannis is outside of the feel-good phase of his career now? But like everybody's just happy about that? so right it's a feel everybody's happy about the Giannis story like oh this is great small town boy yeah 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 News. but now that he's arrived on that scene like crazy he's gonna win the MVP went to the Eastern Conference Finals how long before it becomes the Giannis teardown you know just kind of how the we Anthony get on Davis? how we get on people oh you mean like okay he's no longer it's a feel, feel good, good sto- story of him being from Greece and just I the whole experience yeah I love frozen yogurt's amazing like that whole thing and like you know <laughs> what I mean and like oh this ascension and it's crazy but now he's arrived so now it's why isn't your jump shot better what you, what's going on Can here? Can you win without Giannis shooting threes? Have you been working yeah, on the game? Yeah, uh, exactly. So what's the question? Are, so when, do when does that is, start? Is that over? Yeah, is the honeymoon phase over with Giannis? I'm going to tell you this. Giannis shows up next year. Yeah. And he can't shoot it any better. <laughs> First take. They're going to be on his ass. Yeah. I think I think the benefit of the doubt and all that is gone now with him, yeah. Because they're going to be on his ass about that. Yep. And... Now, when you start to lose in the playoffs, it's not like you just got here and great season. He can never lose in the second round ever again. Now it's he can't get over the hump. Yep. He can't do that. So yeah, that comes with that comes with having a lot of success. Mm-hmm. Like Dame, yeah. same thing. Yeah, that's why same that Western Conference thing. trip was so huge for them. So yeah, I, I, the are the the peaches and cream phase with peaches Giannis. And cream. <laughs> Is, is the is the is that stuff over? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think so. The you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. if he comes good back vibes. next year, it's all good. Everything is good with him right now. Yeah. And the other thing is, it looks like Nurse left people a blueprint to kind of give him a lot of a, a lot of trouble. Uh. Oh well, yeah. I mean, with length and and that type of thing in the playoffs, people. They also they did have Kawhi though. Yeah. yeah. No, of course. You got to have right? a great player to take right, care right. of on the other end. But, but yeah. hey, I mean. Philly's not going anywhere. Who are they going to lose? Do you know? Who? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. So they have Brock. They have to choose between. Well, they gave Bledsoe that terrible contract. 
So yeah. give him four years, seventy million, which kicks in next in the, year. In the middle of the year, like yeah, when they it, didn't it, have to. Yeah, do I don't. It I don't yeah, I would have waited. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, um, you know, the I've middle never, of the I've year deal. Loved, I've never loved Bledsoe, <laughs> but the middle of the yeah, year deal yeah, is, is it was, tough. It was tough. The one that doesn't kick in until next year. Yeah, shout out John Wall. Um, <laughs> shout out Jay Wall. <laughs> Jay Wall got his feet up at the crib. Yeah. he rested at Achilles <laughs> no, right now. He catches so many no, checks. No bro. one works out less in the NBA offseason than John Wall. <laughs> I've never seen. I've never seen a guard show up that out of shape perpetually. Uh. Um. What are we talking about? So I think they got to decide between Chris Middleton, Robin. I'm sorry, Brooke Lopez, and Malcolm Brogdon. So they're gonna lose. At and least there's one more person that yeah. There's like four two key of players. Those dudes. Yeah, I mean Lopez. If you're Rob Brooke Lopez, you're like, hey, look, I'm valuable. I'm a seven foot center that can shoot threes. Yes, and I play hard. I got yeah. that Lopez DNA. I need the bag. I need the bag. I need the new NBA bag. Now. I shoot. I can shoot yeah. corner threes. I'm a seven-footer that can shoot threes. I need the rock. Plug and play. Bag. Houston, where you at? I need the bagger. Um, yeah. Malcolm Brogdon, you know, he'll, he'll probably – he's going if, if to he, – if you're Brogdon and you're negotiating with Milwaukee and you just saw Bledsoe get $70 million, you're like, I'm better than Bledsoe. I play D. I can shoot. You know what I mean? I want my $70 million. Middleton, he's a 3 and D guy. He was just the second best player on a 60-win team or 58-win team. He's going to need the bag. All None of these dudes are going to – you're not going to bargain he on any of these guys. He came up so small, bro. Yeah, he did. I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. I could. This is an all-star you we talking about? And I'm bigger. Where I like Chris Middleton, but yeah. Where was he, bro? Yeah. My not, goodness not gracious, up. bro. Yeah. It was terrible. He's very one-dimensional too. It just shoot threes and yeah. Oh man, it was yeah, it was bad. It's a goofy like, looking motherfucker too. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted that he looked like Super back in the day. The, the dude from uh, what was the the projects? What was uh, that yeah, show yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking the PJs. The PJs, bro. Super, he looks yeah, just that was like Super. Chris, yeah, bro. Super. <laughs> The PJs. Middleton looks like Shout out to super, PJs. They canceled real. that shit. I was hot. Yeah, that was a good show, bro. Show was that funny was on Fox. That was Chris Rock shit, wasn't it? Yeah, he was the voiceover for yeah, the league. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Super. <laughs> good reference. So, yeah. I'm interested to see what happens. I got I got Toronto game one. So, what do you got for the series? Man. I don't. We're going to do predictions right now. Gotcha. I was going to wait. I won't be back before Thursday. No, we was going to get some shit out before then. I won't be back before Thursday. So I was going to hop on the phone or something. We'd do something. All right. Give it one day. Yeah, we'll give it one Let's day. Let's see what happens with this KD travel news. I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by that. I know he's not playing game one, but we I should think know to, if he's going to play game two. I think two Toronto wins game one for sure. I want and Toronto this, and, to win so and I bad. Think it's like they're minus one and a half or something. Let I, me double check. I want Toronto to win so bad. Let me double check what they are right now. Like I really want Toronto to win the NBA Finals, man. I think that'd be awesome. You're, you have, I see this before. You haven't been out to Toronto yet, right? Nah. Man. Oh, shout out my boy Cody on getting married. Yeah. He got married out in Italy. I saw it. Yeah, man. Shout out to Cody, Congrats man. Because I, I texted city. him, man. I was like, dude, is the city going nuts right now? He's like, bro, I'm in Italy. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I'm yeah, getting like, married. Like you need, to get, you need to get back and get those finals tickets, play. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> what I would you? love to fly out there for an NBA Finals game, like if, to Toronto. If yeah, if we just known, like which obviously you can't really know. Or if I just had some cash what, and to go do like to the, and go to Jurassic Park, yeah, kick it with in Toronto for a couple of days, absolutely. Why? What's stopping? Shit. Uh, finance. I don't even think Time. it'd be crazy. I don't, I don't think it's that expensive. You fly into Buffalo, actually. Uh, I've been out there. So you flew into Buffalo and fly across the border. It's way cheaper. 
Yeah, that sounds it's like easy. an hour drive. Um, yeah, let's look at it, man. Those tickets are gonna be crazy. Oh yeah, bro. There's a lot of money what? in Toronto. Yeah, yeah it's no, not. Yeah, I'm we would have had a better chance going to going Milwaukee. To the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was thinking about going, going to Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park, kick it, fucking around. Yeah. Um. All right, so we'll see what happens there. I got Toronto game one, but it should be interesting, man. Yeah. Draymond, the X factor, bro. Yeah. That's the that's that's obviously the difference right there. Draymond I forgot about Green. Surge. Yeah. I always forget that Surge is on their squad. Surge is just all reliable. Sometimes, yeah. 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 I mean, you know, yeah. Uh, he can disappear, too. He can. I've seen him disappear multiple times. Yeah. So, yeah. But, they. I mean, that's the thing. It seems like, at least, especially in this pat, the last four games, when one dude disappears, somebody, somebody else showed else. up. They got a lot of depth, and they got a lot of different lineups that can yeah, throw at man. you. You know, yeah, that Sock, Siakam, Surge, Gasol combo. Don't let Danny, like, let Danny Green start hitting jumpers, too. Like, they got you know, Danny Green, if he starts hitting him, he's going to fling with confidence. Well, what did he have that one finals? He, looked, he had, he had the, like almost 30 had the threes. Final, he almost had the finals record for most. I think he had the finals record for most like, threes. It's like yeah. 27 yeah. threes in a series. So I'm saying something. Toronto has dudes that have had moments. A lot, they're, you know, they got some young guys, Experience. but Kawhi Leonard has obviously had moments. Danny Green has had moments. Mark Gasol has played on winning teams before. You know what I mean? Like Mark Gasol hungry, too. Super hungry. Yeah. Dumb hungry. Yeah. Willing to hit three set screens, whatever, coach. Put me in. Yeah. Let's do it. What, uh, remind me of the guy's name one more time that went the Australian route as head of the NCAA RJ Hampton. RJ Hampton. Yeah. He's a top, top five. So he's like a top five prospect, I think, out of Texas. And, uh, you know, they had him on Get Up this morning. And they they were pretending like he was going to pick which school he's going to go to, and at the end of it, he's like, you know, I'm going to go over to New Zealand, New Zealand, and play in the NBL for whatever some team in New Zealand. And uh, it's not the first time you've had one of these top prospects go over there, but I think it's the first time we've had a guy who's going over there that could have played college basketball. Like, remember, Jennings wasn't eligible. Yeah, Moutier wasn't eligible. The one other dude was like a high yeah, schooler. Are, this is these are two. He had an option between yeah he, a top program. I know Memphis was looking Duke, at him. Yeah. I know Kentucky, Kentucky, like you know, he was a blue chip. Yeah, blue chip blue prospect, chip or, top yeah, five prospect. Could have gone anywhere he wanted to, right? Um, and, and he, he picked, decided to go go over there and get his money. They asked him why. He said, "Look, my dream was never to play college basketball. I want to go play pro. I feel like going over there and learning how to be a professional is going to help me in my journey." And I honestly, I can't knock it, man. I mean, I'm, I, I think that it's only weird because not that no one's really doing it yet. But let's say he does it, and he's the first one who literally had that choice and becomes successful. How long does he have to do it? Two years? I don't think he has to go one it's year. Only one, one year removed from high school. One year removed from high school. Okay. Yeah, one year removed from high school is the NBA draft rule. So I mean, he can come back next year and enter the draft or do whatever he wants to do. I wonder if he can just sign with the team instead of going to the draft. Yeah. Like I don't even want to go. I don't yeah. have to. I don't have to worry about. We going should to find New out Orleans. about that. That's yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to. I just want to sign with the team. Interesting. Yeah. Um. But regardless, you know, he's gonna go do that. And I think if you were a col- if you were a top prospect and you sat back and watched the Zion experience this year, and you just saw how much cash they're literally raking in on this one dude, we had the Zion cam during the tournament, the whole Nike situation, the whole thing. It's like. I don't want to be a part of this shit, man. I want, I would want zero part of it too. And like, all it's going to take is a Zion Williamson type player to make this leap. Cause imagine if Zion had just said, fuck it, I'm going to go overseas. He could have signed anywhere in the world. But listen, Zion wasn't really Zion until he, that he proved that he could do it at Duke. I think nah, that's, his hype, that's his part hype of it. was so huge. Because a lot in. of people were like, yo, this dude's dunking on little white dudes in, <laughs> where is he from? 
Uh, South Carolina. South Carolina, like, yeah. man, hold on. But then when he, like, I'm not saying it took a long time. Yeah. I'm saying once he got up here, he's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, this dude really can do this. You know what I mean? So, I so, think it's really interesting that on Get Up, he said, I want to play against grown men mm-hmm. every day, get stronger, get better. And he flat out was like, I don't want to have to worry about school, school and books. that getting in yeah. the way. I'm focusing on my game. I want to hoop. I want to hoop and I want to play against grown men and that's that. Learn how to be a professional. Straight up. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, like, that's what these European, that's what Luca did. That's what a lot of these Euro guys that come over did. They've been pro for three, four years. So it's not as big an adjustment. I mean, it's almost, again, I was the whole time I was watching Zion, I'm like, what is the purpose of this? Why is this dude playing college basketball? You know what I mean? Why can't he make yeah. money off being himself? He can't even sign a fucking autograph and get $10 for it. That's a violation. He can't get a free meal. That's a violation. RJ Hampton looked at this and said, man, I'm not dealing with all that. These people are going to yeah. pay me a few hundred thousand, maybe a million. I don't know how much he's getting over and there. I want to go play better comp. I'm going to go play, yeah. And it's like, yo, and I'm going to New Zealand. They speak English. I'm good. I'm going to go kick it. Yeah, you wonder why he's go- they speak English. I'm not going to go to Spain or some shit, or I'm not going to go to some shitty like Israeli club or somewhere in some Eastern European country. I'm going to go somewhere where they speak English in a great country, yeah. have a great time, Cash make out, money. Right. Worst case scenario, I play over there for a few years and I make still make some money, right? Maybe I'm not ready yet. But either way, I'm getting a jump start in my professional basketball career because ultimately that's what I want to do. And I should be allowed to go do what I want to do. This is the NCAA's worst nightmare. Right? Worst nightmare. Wait till dudes start doing it. You need. Don't let it go good for him. You're going to need kids that grew up wanting to go to North Carolina. Yeah. You're not going to have to worry about those guys. But this type of dude, this demeanor, this is the NCAA's worst nightmare, worst. bro. And then again, people are always like, well, you lose that exposure when you go over there. Listen, if the top kids start going over there. The scouts will go over there, too. The cameras will go over there, too. But interesting, the exposure okay. will happen over there. That's interesting because that's actually – that's actually. do they, though? They, or do we just kind of lose track of them and then catch them when they get back? If, you know what I'm saying? Like, when Brandon Jennings – he was highly touted. Yeah. When he left, I didn't see a highlight of Brandon Jennings until he got back. Because it was just Brandon Jennings. So the same way these guys say R.J. Barrett and Cam Reddish and Zion Williamson get together and say, hey, let's go play at Duke. What if five of the top ten prospects say, hey, let's go play in this league over here? They'll have no choice but to come follow us. They're going to put this on. They're going to put this on TV. Logan Exposure, right? And then the next year, seven (laughs) kids do it. And the next year, ten kids do it. Guess what? Now we're shifting our attention to what's going on over there. So when it's just Brandon Jennings, yeah, it's just Brandon Jennings, whatever. He still got drafted wow, and so played a minute in the we league. We can essentially get to the point where the NCAA tournament is just crazy watered down. and it's no, not, the that, not No, there. the town will always be in college basketball. You'll just filter out those one-and-dones that whatever. I mean, you'll still have good players playing college ball. You just won't – you might not have all the superstars. And not everybody's going to do it. Some guys are still going to go that traditional route. But someone's going to open that floodgates. This guy might be the one because, again, he's a top five player, right, who didn't have to do this. Doesn't it just make sense, though? I've never – I've always wondered why you wouldn't do this. Why wouldn't you do this? It makes sense for you to go make some money. Yeah. Play ball against better quality competitors. Yeah. Learn the the professional basketball lifestyle, traveling, living on your own. I think that's the biggest piece. Money in your pocket. Yeah. You know what? That's a good point. 
that's the 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 biggest adjustment for like D'Angelo Russell was being a pro it's and four having million dollars. dollars and yeah. Once he finally got used to that and yeah. got that under control, then he could focus He's on hooping like he did in Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. Right? So that's a big piece. These dudes that. are 18, 19 years old, man. He's gonna go over there and learn how to be a pro. You know, you talk about why did Luca have such a good adjustment? Because this isn't his first time having money. He's been getting paid. He's been getting chartered jets. This isn't nothing new, man. So, yeah, I mean, you have a couple guys that decide they want to do this, and that becomes the wave. And all it's going to take is a few guys getting together. Again, we're in the player empowerment era. It's going to trickle down to college, and these dudes are going to start looking around and saying, hey, look, and basketball is really the only sport you can do. You can't do this in football because there's no structured football leagues outside the United States of America. Basketball, you can do. Those leagues are established. We're pulling talent from those leagues all the time. Yeah, all day. So, and, and again, this is the NBA. I don't know where the NBL ranks in the whole uh, stratosphere of leagues in the world, but I know the second best league is what the Euro League over there, and where uh, where Luca and Real, all of them came from. Real Madrid. The issue Barcelona. with that is the language barrier. That I get. Eighteen year old kid doesn't want to move to a country where no one speaks the same language. Bogut just won MVP in the NBL. That's the that's oh, the Andrew Bogut. Yeah, and then he came back over to. Oh, so it's a good league. It's a solid league. Yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, again, wait till they start but going to the Real Madrids or Gobiacos. Bogut's, Bogut's, Bogut's playing f- 12 minutes a game in yeah. the league. He, he just won MVP. He was the number one pick in the draft. I said MVP. Some time though. ago. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> hey, Steph went over to China. But, don't let somebody go over to China and be like, but, oh, I really don't care about the language barrier, and these people will pay me big money to big, come over yeah. there. Big, big money. Remember everybody was going to China during the lockout? Yeah. Darren Williams got All like $8 million to play like 20 games. Yeah, yeah, I remember Darren Williams. Dude. Yo, do you, how much you think Darren Williams weighs right now? Probably 270. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Easy. Yo, shout but out I, my guy, I, I imagine, I, I'm sure Darren Williams still pulls up to the court and gives somebody problems. Oh. Like, Darren yeah. Williams is probably a rec league legend when he's at, like, yeah. Methodical problems. <laughs> yeah. yeah, comes in and just backs <laughs> you down and just gives you problems. Like, Darren Williams is still giving you issues somewhere. No doubt. <laughs> Um, but yeah, funny. talk about fall off a cliff. But yeah, I mean, he got his money though, so shout out Darren Williams. Darren but Williams was a good pro for a long time. He was a good time, pro man. for a while, man, yeah. until he went to Brooklyn. Yeah, he was um, a good pro for a long time. So yeah, I think I would do it. I would look into it, man. And again, we talk about China. Like, yeah, you said the soccer players are going over there. That's Big where the money's time. at, bro. They, they, they coming out the yin. They're going to be like, there. hey, we want a league. They coming out the yin yin. Yeah. Uh, hard. Yeah. 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 I feel what, it. what, what soccer player? Some, a big time soccer player went over there playing China? Oh, man, all the time. Uh, <laughs> guys are going over there. Sergio Ramos, they're trying to get over there. How much they, they're just just the bunch it? of dudes that are done, like yeah. in the La Liga, they yeah. can't keep up in La Liga anymore. They're going to China for big, big, big bread. Yeah, wait till the younger dudes start going to get that bread too. Yeah, man. Yeah, China's about to take over, man. They out here. So that's interesting, and I think, uh, like we just said, we both agreed on the biggest point is that he'll get over there, <laughs> get used to being a pro, handling cash. Yep. Dealing with chicks, yep. dealing with all that stuff at, at the Press same con- time, the whole, the while, whole getting, while, while getting better. You get an apartment, playing. you got a grocery shop in the whole, the whole, playing. the whole situation, and playing ball against good players, managing his money, all that. Yep. Shout out, shout out, to RJ Hampton, man. I love people. Yeah, I love trendsetters, congrats, bro. I love. That's why I said, get your money, black man. You know what I'm saying, man. Go out there, congrats. do what you gotta do. Yeah, man. Do what all you gotta day. do. Go, go get some buckets go, out there. Go, Bust their yeah, ass go, out go, there. Go get a check. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Let's switch over to these Cubs real quick, cause. I don't have too too much to say on it, cause it, man, it's really tough to talk midseason baseball. Tons of game left. We got issues, but it's ebbs and flows, right? 
Yeah. They've lost four or five, but it's the regular season baseball. But that was after they came off a stretch where they were playing pretty where well. Where they were playing right? really well. They yeah. had won a bunch of series in a row. Like, a, like I think it was eight series in a row that they won. It was a, a, a team record. So, yeah, they've been playing really well. Dropped a series to the Reds, and they lost in Houston last night. They're playing right now. Joe Madden still throws people all over the field. I saw one tweet that Chris Bryant's not a utility player because he he ran in. He was playing right field, and he ran into Hayward the other day. But he's he's naturally at third base. <laughs> Why is that, Chris Bryant playing yeah, in the so they, I mean, because he's just – because the depth of the Cubs is where the, a bunch of people play different positions. <laughs> you and, don't want Chris Bryant but, running into people. Right. So, like, that's that, – that's <laughs> yeah, You know what I mean? That's kind of like the frustration <laughs> yeah, that's, with that's some people. Issue. And there's still no leadoff man. There's always someone else. Addison Russell's been playing like has played like shit since he came back. Yeah, right? but he he actually turned up a little bit the last couple of games. Oh, he? He's been doing well too. Yeah, he had a home run the other night. Um, Javi had five Ks yesterday. That's uh, gonna happen. But I love it because he doesn't care. Like yeah. he just walked like he's He'll the five best. Ks and keep swinging on the sixth. Six yeah, he got, dude, he's the best. He's got that Juan Uribe in him. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out Joe Madden and just like what goes through his head. But I can't do it, and I think it's really it really frustrates people. I, what essentially what I want to say is, just let Joe do his thing. Like, because I was I used to always pick at every movie made. Why is this? Why is he doing that? So it's just what he does, man. We lose three out of four. He's gonna try some different shit. Like that's what it is. So kill all the noise about what is Joe doing? Blah 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 blah. Like it is what it is. Yeah, I mean. He almost blew the World Series with bad pitching management, but they came back and won. So, I mean, you got to right. trust him at this point. You know he does I mean? wacky shit. He does um, wacky shit. Like, <laughs> I think we've talked about this before, but how close he was to becoming, like, just a pariah in the city with how oh, awfully man. he managed the the Chapman situation. The it, 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 was, it was just huge... bad, bad Chapman pitching four innings. Yeah, and um, speaking of that, and Buckner. <laughs> Yeah, rest in peace, Bill rest Buckner. In peace, Bill Buckner. I heard they put a front page on the rest in peace of him, and the front page is a picture of the ball going through his legs. Uh, that's what I was that's, just gonna bring up. That's just just trash. Yo, what's up with that? Bill Buckner was a from what I everything I read was a great player. Bro, he played like twenty seasons. Played twenty years was like they say he's one of the like best players many. to not make the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. So that's just that's really trash right there. Hundred first thing I saw on the ticker, Bill Buckner passes. Famous for 1986 game series or uh, game affecting error. Yeah, that's that's true. But yeah, but I mean, putting out the picture on the newspaper of the ball going through his legs as part of his obituary. But <laughs> but that's what it is, though. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I, it's very tasteless. Very tasteless. But that's what he's known for, right? That's fine. But I mean, like, it's it, that's fine. You can mention that in the article. You can mention that in the little headline. Put the or whatever, whole, but. You know what? The big picture should be a picture of him playing. And then the, put the small picture in a, in, yeah. a, in a caption, famous for this and Look, this. Look, man, everybody knows you, what Bill Buckner's famous for. Right. You can't leave with that. That shit's yeah. wild, tasteless, and corny. Very tasteless. Straight up. Clown move, bro. I don't understand. I don't like it. You wonder why these fucking people don't want to talk to the media. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? You yeah. wonder why. It's like, what do we do? You did shit like this. Yeah. Same thing with Joe. Like, yeah. I, like every day he must walk into the presser like it's yeah, game here. four. It's game forty three. Yeah. Here we go. 
We've played we played 15 days in a row. There's literally 120 games left. What were you thinking? Yeah, <laughs> there's 120 <laughs> yeah, games yeah. left. What did you? Why? What was? It's just like, man, he has to get that. That well, that that's has the worst because be they to, play so much. They play so it's much. 162 all day. press conferences. Yeah, it's all day. That, every that's day. insane. You got to yeah. answer the same question over and over. Every little, every piece of your move is being yeah dissected every day. Yep. But yeah, that was another thing I was going to bring up about Buckner because he was a Cub for a little bit. Yep. I think he led the NL in batting as a Cub, didn't he? Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. Um. So, of course, but, but you know what's fucked up? I say all this, and as soon as I heard him, did he pass? First thing you thought about? I, I was instantly the first thing I thought yeah. about. And then I was like, let me get a little refresher on, like, what happened. So I went and watched, like, the last 10 minutes. Oh, it's... And... Weren't they up? They were up two runs. And they tied it up, right? Yeah. They got to the... They got to down to one strike of winning the World Series on two separate occasions. Yeah. But they were up two runs, and they gave up the tying run off a wild pitch. So that dude is really thankful for Bill and, Buckner. Yeah, and that never gets talked yeah, about. He's very, that, yeah. that never, ever gets talked about. So that was something interesting. And then or, or I think the first run they gave up was the wild pitch, and then two scored on the air to go to win the game. Yeah. But um, I didn't realize they were one cl- one pitch, one strike away from winning the World Series twice in 86, and then didn't end up winning until 04. Yeah. And well, and then here's the other thing: if if he had made that play, they still would have had to come back and win the game. Oh yeah, the game, the, the game, game was have been over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so they then, made it look like he, he, yeah, you know what I mean? Like it went through. And that's then, why yeah. I needed the refresher yeah. because if like, like let the media tell it, they that were, was they're game up three nothing. That and, was game yeah. seven, yeah. and you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, you that wasn't even a deciding game, right? No, it was game six. Yeah, they had to come back. They had to come back for game seven. They lost that one. Yeah, but that's the same. That's that's the same way I feel about the fan and the illusion. Yeah. Bartman really makes up for the fact that the Cubs came back and was a game six and seven and pitched prior and would, correct? And yeah. And lost. And lost. Yeah, that that was at, the real at, tragedy. At, <laughs> yeah. At home. At home, prior would we were coming lost, home. Loss.